Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas. For the Playmakers. Hour number two of the big show on this Wednesday. She's Lindsey Brown. I'm Paul Eihander. Hi. Hey, yo. What's up? Yeah. Good times had by all. Football at four is here coming up. We'll also talk with Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, host of the NBA podcast Heat Check, Trista Crick. That is at 426 and 40 seconds, maybe. Ish. Ish. Not to be specific. Right. We're going to try. We'll try. And then uh, for the first time in the NHL season, we'll talk about possible trade bait, even though the Vegas Golden Knights did theirs a couple weeks ago. Oh, we're still in it. Trust me. Oh, well, we have to be. That that may be part of the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those things coming down your way and a few surprises as well. So we'll uh, just oh, let, them, let them be surprises, I suppose. Okay. All right. Time for Football 4. Oh, the footiest of footballs, the worldwide leader in sports. It's midweek. There's plenty going on. Guess what the second leading story is? Roger says he has no regrets talking about uh, saying I own the Bears three weeks ago. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Can we can we just ask Aaron outright? Can you take pictures of your dumps and send it to all of us? Because we've gone through everything else. <laughs> It's know, we're unbelievable. Waiting, we're waiting for the engagement pics to be revealed, right? I, d- Him and Shailene. I, I. That's what's left. I don't even. I just. It's it's overexposure to the nth degree. Duty. Yeah. I. I, I <laughs> more interesting than you, Aaron. That's funny. I'm just of all the things we could put on our second leading story for ESPN today. I this just, is the kind of day that it is. This is that kind of day. Make something else up. Right. So many of our in our industry do. Anyways. Let's make something up. Let's okay. make something up. Actually, this is a report that's out there okay. uh, from uh, former Yahoo ESPN NFL uh, reporter Jordan Schultz, who is now considered a league insider Ooh. because he has the blue check mark and has like hundreds of thousands of followers. Says Russell Wilson would strongly consider waiving his no trade clause for three teams now. Three teams the New York Giants, mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos. And the New Orleans Saints. Do we think Russell really said this during the season? Or do we think this is just... These are fodder? sources close to Russell you really Wilson. Think, do you think Russell Wilson in his character, based off of what we know, which we don't know him at all, well, I don't, don't talking know any about these, this I don't know any during, of these guys the, during the season? About. Do you think that he would be floating this to whoever? Or do you think somebody else is doing this on behalf of Russell? Because like, it's one thing to do that in the offseason. Right. Last offseason it, it was Dallas. Us. New Orleans, yep. still on that list. Yep, whatever. Chicago it's and the It's not about the list. It's about when we're hearing about the lists. 
because if if he is sending these feelers out during the season, tell you what, I I have a tough time trying to believe if Russell Wilson's like a good teammate or not because he's only played in one place and he has the great security blanket that is Pete Carroll, the positivity meter that he is. And we've heard from Richard Sherman. We've heard from a lot of people from those from that era about there's maybe a little bit of teacher's pet going on and eventually you have to choose the quarterback and pay him the big money and everybody else has to leave because he was on the rookie deal. Tis the natural uh, cycle of things. But I don't know. We might not have a little bit of a, a caricature adjustment with Mr. Wilson uh, soon as well. Well, he might be emboldened with the Aaron Rodgers offseason. I mean, he might be emboldened right, but that's with... that's in the offseason. It's not during the regular season. No, it's it's not. You are correct about that timing. But he's coming up against a an opt-out year. You're the quarterback of a team and you're a leader and you're quitting midseason. I don't care. He may not be quitting. That if if he is the one starting this, he it's like saying... Is texting someone else cheating? Well, it's Alan. It technically, it's, is, no, but if your partner says yes, then yes, it well, is. Well, this is Alan Walsh with Mark Andre Fleury. That was Alan. Yep, that's 100% true. This is that same kind of boat. It's yep. coming from somebody. It, yep. it, it has to be somebody connected to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you throw it out there and you go, oh, well, I just, you know, maybe it, there's a possibility because it's not like Russell, these teams aren't going anywhere. Denver's not going anywhere. Giants aren't going anywhere. I just don't know why he would let this kind of trickle out. But then again, it's it's a different era of player empowerment. I'm not trying to paint him into a corner, and I I wonder if I'm just if there's something else putting shade on him that's not related to the story for some reason. Because I I really do like Russell Wilson, but I said it just it irks me as a as a teammate if this is if he's even saying this stuff and it's getting out, or if it's getting out and and he's not doing anything to to basically deter it. Well, he may have to tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, OBJ didn't say anything about his dad saying anything either. Price. And I'm not connecting, but it's just like there's only so many times when you see somebody kind of quote unquote step out of line during the dance. And so we just try to gauge of so why is this? Because this is out of the norm, especially for him. Some fodder for sure. Yeah. And also comes up against the same time where DK Metcalf has got his fourth year on the way. Although I think the Seahawks will pick up that fifth oh, absolutely. without an issue whatsoever. Absolutely. All right, there's that news. Justin Fields is back in the QB1 slot as the Andy Dalton experiment has ended. And maybe Are we sure? The next time Justin Fields is hurt, that Nick Foles will finally get a shot cuz We've already had we've a couple been, of weeks this season where they switched starting quarterbacks like four times. Right. If we've the been trying to free Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles should be our next target of catch and release essentially. Yeah. Cuz that guy has he's had a redshirt season. It's a full redshirt season for Foles. Like, yep. just stay healthy. It's not a red shirt season when you're just a backup. It's just called a season. Right. Sure. But yeah. he's healthy. He's a proven starting quarterback. He was. Well, he was, but I keep going. I, Andy Dalton, QB1, right? Yeah. QB1. Nick Foles isn't the first person I go to if I say I need to have a veteran quarterback in here. No, I'm not, but he is on that roster. Sure. And so I'm going to, okay, let's stand Andy Dalton next to Nick Foles and go, could it be any worse if we put Nick Foles in the game? I mean, could it? I don't know. I mean, I'm not have sure. They, have they done it? Have they no, put, they well haven't. Then, he's just been the backup. Yeah. He's considerably the, he's the backup. Clearly, they're not in the headspace to try. Well, they so, the, that front office is, yeah, they're all gone anyway. Yeah, pretty we much. Just, we just want to update Bears fans that Justin Fields is back. Yeah. Uh, we were t- just talking about Seattle. Jamal Adams is done. God, what a 
disaster wrapped in a travesty this is. Yeah, that deal they wish they could take back. Oh, no first round picks. Yeah. And it now, has nothing to do with Jamal really. No, it does no, it's not. No. He's he's it's just you you tied too much to one guy who isn't much. consistently out there and the rest of your team isn't up to the same speed either. There's too much uh, just disjointedness with that franchise for it to go anywhere far. All the noise ahead of this past season where it was like, yeah, is Adams going to sign? Are you going to give him some money? And mm-hmm. they're like, right for the season. Yep, here it is. $70 million. Highest paid safety. Highest paid safety. Yeah, but they had to pay him. because they Oh, no, they absolutely had to. They, had, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. If they if they let you him could, walk, yeah. they're, they're, they're walking away from two first-round first, first picks. Man, but two first-round picks for uh-huh. one player, for one starter who – I mean, it's not the most lucrative trade that's ever been made, though. But it's just no, it's the it's, timing of it. It's the fact that they had traded first round picks previously, like for the Jimmy Graham deal that didn't work out. And there's a bunch of other things that have been going wrong, but this is the the thing that broke the camel's back, essentially. Yeah, the camel's needs to be taken out back. Seriously, though, taken care of. That's not very nice. What did the camel do to you? Just spit in your face? The camel. There was some. There Why was don't a, you walk a mile. There was a story out of uh, yeah. What was it? Cutter or. It was a Saudi Arabia, something like that. There's a camel beauty contest. Really? And they suspended like 44 owners because they were doing too much to make the camels pretty. Essentially, they were abusing these camels, but mm. like they were giving them like lip injections. Oh, I'm sure. And they were like, you know, brushing them way too hard with grooming and things like that to make them look but pop. Like injections for coat. Yeah, like using like white density, you know, like like crest white strips oh, yeah. for teeth, you yep. know, for a camel. Like, yeah. Camel beauty contest. Okay. Tyrod Taylor can't buy a break. Seriously, Appar- though. Apparently, he's got a ligament damage in his left wrist, which means he can't take any snaps from center, and he can't grip the ball at all. He was hurt earlier this year with something else, and then last year is when he got his lung punctured by a doctor ahead of the game. Ugh. But the thing is, is that... Even though he he's quote unquote in that injury designation where a player who who keeps kind of getting in there, I, I don't put uh, the baggage of that on him. Injury prone. Yeah, exactly. I think teams are more willing to give him a chance than other quarterbacks or other players that have suffered similar injuries or frequencies. I don't know why, but he just everything every time I hear about him about him as a teammate and everything it's sure. nothing but positive right sure you just feel bad for the guy because yeah, exactly. he just can't stay on the field exactly and again sometimes people get more chances than than they deserve but there's a reason why people keep giving him a shot yeah undeniable and so especially yeah. with a lot working against him zeke says his knee is healing up and you will have to drag him off the field oh, good for you zeke to play so tough. instead of uh, so he's gonna play Sunday against football team. Yeah, uh, saying that divisional playing, game playing it's not making it worse. Yeah, this is this is erasing any criticism of him wanting to. I say just sit him. I'm like, just sit, make him sit. Mike McCarthy, make him sit. <laughs> You've got Tony Pollard. Yes, he can't block. The guy's literally it's like not, a, you know he's like a called. matador. It's, it's not Mike McCarthy's I know it's ball. Not. You had Jerry talk about how the, all the, these errant passes are because receivers are running the wrong routes. I bet there's pressure for him to get out there from him, from Jerry, from everyone. But playing on anything injured and saying I'm not going to make it worse, 
pretty much impossible to say because even if you don't injure that thing, your body is making up for it or you're doing damage to it to make sure that you don't feel anything. Unfortunately, in the NFL this season particularly, running back it seems to be the thinnest skill position available. Like there are yeah. so many running back injuries and it's taking everyone so much to get back. Yeah, and there's probably fewer uh, talents in the pipeline than ever before too because it's been so devalued. Right, and it's, and it's and it, practice squad but that's running the thing. backs. When everybody right? turns into an air raid offense, where do you find the the seams? Where do you find the little wrinkles to make yourself different by swinging back in the other direction? That's what Jerry Rice was interviewed recently talking about how the wide receiver position is is different from when he was yeah when he was playing, saying you know essentially the the offenses are ninety percent passing yeah, for the most I, part, and I bet it's the all most copying. Of the receivers are better. No, don't get mad at me, people. I bet a lot of the receivers are better than what Jerry was. Because it's just, he was an outlier back then. Ask Wayne Gretzky. He'll say the same thing about how he was just playing in a different era. But third line guy in the NHL would wipe the floor with Wayne Gretzky 30, 40 years ago. Because it's just different game, different people in the game, different focus, everything. And you get these position groups where it'll just, you'll see a ton of wide receivers. They'll be super good. And then everybody's super good. But then it'll fall off a little bit. Because there's just ebbs and flows to talent. Everything has a fixed amount, be that the athletes entering the sport or the positions that they take, but there will have to be some self-correction. But I always wonder, because the, the running backs, is, they've been so devalued. They take the biggest beating in many ways, at least the line. It's it's at least short little bursts where you're, sure. you're getting collision, where it's just bigger when you're a running back. I, I think a lot of the revolution towards the tight end position has to do with the fact that there's just – the longevity for running backs in general, you have to find a different way to diversify because you can't keep enough of ta- talent on the field for that to be effective. And what's for running backs coming out of college, you know, work on their hands and their pass catching mm-hmm. because it's, that's recent. Yeah, it's Adrian not Adrian Peterson didn't do that. Right. Yeah, he's an older, it all definitely started, older style well, it didn't breed. start, but when Alvin Kamara and he showed just how big of a, a gap you can create with somebody like that pass catching talent like I said he's not the first running back to be able to catch but he's the first running back to be able to catch like that move like that and all that all of a sudden oh we gotta find that next guy and there's a bunch of kids about 12 13 years old thinking themselves well I was gonna play basketball but now I can go do this or I was all these little changes that's how it works throw me the ball I don't need to run between the tackles anymore exactly all it takes is some high school coach saying to the kid in gym class hey you're good at catching come out to practice and all of a sudden he's in the NFL 10 years later that's what life is Dalvin Cook Listed as questionable for tomorrow night's game. That's right. Minnesota's playing Literally Pittsburgh just tomorrow. give up. Thielen's not playing either because he has his bum ankle. Oh, you're giving up on this one? I gave up weeks ago, and then they lost to the Lions. So, yes, it is so, over. So, the, it's the Steelers. So, mm-hmm. you're 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 giving it up for the Steelers? You're just like, done? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Mike Zimmer probably had a tougher week, tougher week to do a short week of prep. So, yeah. yeah I'm not picking the purple. No, no. Alex Madison. You don't like Alex Madison. I love Alexander Madison. I think he's a he's a great scat back. I think they don't use him enough. Uh, but I also get somebody has to go out there and play. Sure, yeah, yeah which is no, annoying I, I sometimes. Right. Sometimes I just want to like you know bubble wrap, save it till next year. Okay, like don't get this guy hurt. We need him. Like blah blah blah. But somebody has to go out there. So so he's, he has the cue. Yeah, uh, laid upon him. the The injury list for the Raiders is insane today. By the way, it's. Off the charts long. Who are they even playing this week? It's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. In Kansas City. Man, much different level of attention paid for Chiefs week this time around versus a few weeks ago. There are 14 players. So it's a 53-man roster. There are 14 players on the injured list. 
great uh, injury report. Whether or not they participated or went full. It's also Wednesday. DNP. No, that's very true. And we're late in the season, too, so there's plenty of veteran day off designations. But the Chiefs only have seven. And of those seven, four went full today. Because well, Chiefs are here to get things done. Every regular season game matters to them right now because they got to make sure they pump up their own balloon that they believe in just as much as everybody else is scared of. Yeah. Recapture that, is, that magic. That is the truth. We're already staring at the playoff picture. We talked a little bit about a few of the teams that could get in, but you're talking about... Like the Lions, about which are still in contention? The Lions are, <laughs> the Lions are still in contention. Technically. Of the teams that are still standing on the outside right now as the playoffs would stand today in the AFC, one of those teams happens to be the Raiders. Uh, of the of the five teams that could sneak into the wild card, again, these are teams that are not in the playoffs based on the fact that we have three wild cards this year. Mm. Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Broncos, and Raiders. Who can get past the Colts in that group? Or maybe the Chargers. Bengals. Like Cincinnati all day? I like Cincinnati, Cincinnati all day. I like Cincinnati the most because I, I think you're working with juice for uh, – we we've been crap for so long, and this year we're legit. I think, at least based off of just the information I've gathered, they're one of the healthier teams in the league right now. Yeah, they've gotten much healthier, yes. Uh, and, and just overall the season, they haven't suffered as much, so their depth is a lot more intact. Uh, I, just like last week when they played the Chargers, they're basically competing for the same homecoming queen crown, uh, but the Chargers have had to deal with a lot more injuries. They had to add more people to their COVID list, and they're in. But they're playing the Giants this weekend. Yeah. What do you think is more contentious division or just more chaotic, AFC West or AFC North? It's very tight right now. Yeah, that's very, yeah, six in one hand, half a dozen in the that's other. fraternal twins right there. Yeah, that's the truth. How about in the NFC when you look at the teams that are available there? And, of course, you have to take it with a grain of salt because of how the NFC East stands up. But the Eagles are the third wild card right now. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are the second wild card. Of those in terms of playoff chances, there are only three in double digits. Football team, New Orleans, and Minnesota. God, NFC is so bad. Yeah, the rest, so of, the rest, rest are five, less than 5%. The Falcons leading that list. Yeah. <sighs> to jump, I mean, is it Washington just because of how yeah, hot they're playing? Yeah, Washington because they're, they're riding the streak. You have Ron Rivera. I mean, I wouldn't be – the Saints also stay in the conversation for me because it's Sean. He, he's Belichick light for me. Right. Like, he can he can scheme. He can do it. But he, quarterback he, play. He, exactly. They're not operating with the same amount of, of tools in their toolbox. So that makes me feel – uh, a little bit more uneasy with them, and I don't know how many more divisional games they have either. But there's only one team in that division that's really worth a damn right sure. now. Sure, yeah, yeah, at, no, at absolutely. Least early on the season was shaping up to look like actually very competitive in the NFC South, but uh, well, we right always now. talk about the but, NFC least, but then they end up being the wild card team because everybody else is so yep. crappy. So maybe we need to stop talking crap about the NFC East. Everybody else needs to get their crap right, together and move on. But Minnesota's still in this con- no, they're not. still in this contention. I, I swear, if they Paul, win, if they win on Thursday night, if they make the playoffs this year, I might have to take a break. I honestly, because because <laughs> honestly, you're you uh, you're gonna work for that. You want to save your job, Mike Zimmer. Players on the team, you want to make the playoffs, obviously. But what are you gonna do? Get smoked in the first round? So it just makes it just suck. Please, just suck for once. So let's just try to get back in the top ten of the draft. Last time we were there, I mean, what did we draft? Anthony Barr. If we can just draft somebody like him, talent wise, but like, don't get hurt every two seconds or every time you open up your eyes. Be fantastic. <laughs> But we need a, we need a new GM. We need a new coach. If they make the playoffs, the Wolves are like, well, we can do it. We can put right. it off another year. We can make no, it No, we can't. 
No, we cannot. Can't keep pushing off uh, teaching the kid to read to the next teacher because they're going to be better, right? Yeah, that, that's Take it truth. upon yourself. Uh, and some transfer news, LSU, which is Brian Kelly at the helm. Starting quarterback is leaving the program. And the number one tight end recruit for LSU is brother Jake. So Max Johnson and Jake Johnson both not going to LSU, tweeting out simultaneous statements last night. Reopening the search, or are they going directly to USC? Don't know where they're going to go. Their dad, who you're very familiar with, Brad Johnson. The Brad Johnson? The Brad the Johnson. Quarterback Brad the quarterback Johnson? Brad Johnson. Those are both his kids. You don't say, yeah. Braddy J. Both his kids. Um, so Max is leaving. Look and at that J- sunset. And Jake, stop it. And Jake apparently holds uh, a number of offers, including from State Farm. Uh, Florida, Georgia, Clemson, Bama, and Michigan. And the line. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it can go anywhere, but LSU losing recruits. Never, never um, discount the children of a backup anything. Truth. They're going to be good. You Truth. watch. They're going to be very good. That's um, Hugh Millen, former quarterback for the Patriots back in the 80s. Like mm-hmm. all his boys, one of them's at UNR, actually. He's got another one who, is, who committed to Oregon, who ended up going to Washington. I mean, like he's got two or three kids in the pipeline. Too. I'd rather have a parent. I'd if if my parent were a professional athlete, I'd rather have one that was told no and that they're not good enough. Because guess what? You're gonna have all the notes for the the true deep dive stuff. Because most of us operate in our life under the facade that we're one of the outliers when we're really not. If you can just get over that and find a way to beat the system the way that you're meant to, you are so far ahead. So far ahead. All right, there's your uh, football at four. Nothing new sneaking under the uh, sneaking under the radar here, except uh, the Chargers did add uh, Mike Williams, uh, wide receiver and defensive back Chris Harris. Uh, they were close contacts of Keenan Allen, who's on the COVID list. But if they continue to test negative, they can come back for Sunday's game against the Giants. So we will uh, see where that leads us. But also on the COVID list today, Montez Sweat of football team mm. and Saints running back Mark Ingram. That's a big blow to them, too. Yes. Yes, it is. And on IR today, officially, Nick Kwiatkowski for the Raiders and Kenyon Drake, who we knew was having surgery. That's right. So, there. Football's dead to me, basically. (laughs) Talking about Minnesota's playing tomorrow night. Yeah, Minnesota and Raiders. Like, honestly, seriously. (laughs) I'm going to run in the opposite direction. We might start going to the other holiest place again on Sundays. The CFL does have – CFL's Grey Cup is this weekend. Ooh. There. I don't know if I'm desperate enough to start dipping my it's the, uh, but toes it's the, into Canadian But it's the ball. last like game. It's the Grey Cup. I know, but maybe like next year. Right. Well, I think Nickelback's doing I'll halftime. I'll teach them to read next year. I'll teach <laughs> Nickelback's doing the halftime show. It's either them or Avril. They just released Photograph. It's the top song up there. <laughs> the, the Canadians and the Wisconsinites will go wild. There you go. The tragically hip. Yep. Coming up next, Odyssey Sports betting insider and host of the NBA podcast, Heat Check, Trista Crick. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Playmakers on a Wednesday afternoon, joined every week by host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Welcome back, Trista. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad that we have moved on from our Oregonian conversation that we were having before we started this official one, because it is time to talk basketball. You are a basketball expert, uh, Trista. And so I wanted to ask you, what is more likely to fall tonight? The all-time three-point mark that uh, everyone's talking about, Steph Curry chasing. He thinks he's going to be able to get 16 threes tonight to be able to break that. Or Giannis breaking the all-time blocks record for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's three short of those. Apparently there's a lucky number tonight. Man, I tell you what, what we know about Steph is that he's going to shoot probably 23s tonight. Uh, He came out, I want to say yesterday or the day before, and basically told Karis Burke from NBC Sports Sports, uh, Bay Area as well as Steve Kerr came out. And they were basically like, Steph's not only going to try to break the three-point record by Ray Allen, he's also going to try to break Clay Thompson's one-game record. So Steph is going to try to get you know, all 16, 17 threes tonight. So I've already played his uh, three-point prop at over five and a half. And I also like his uh, prop over points, 28 and a half. So I think that's probably going to happen tonight, especially against the Blazers that are undermanned. I think they don't have Nasir Little. They don't have Anthony Simons. They don't have, obviously, with C.J. McCollum's lung uh, issue, he's out. Damian Lillard is out. This is the worst defense in the league. And now they're even more undermanned. I think Steph is going to get busy at home. I love him to break the record tonight. So it's not so much Steph feeling his own self, which he has every right to do, especially with being who he is, but it's more about the opponent that they're facing tonight. So you think it's happening? Yeah, I think it's going to happen just because I think they're going to give him the green light. I think uh, not only is the matchup really good, Golden State owns Portland. I mean, there's been like a little low-key rivalry that has gone on for the last you know, four or five years there since the Golden State's dominance. So 
Yeah, I, I not only like the matchup, I like the volume. They've already expressed the dedication to that, and I think Steph really wants to get that done at home, and I think he wants to get it done in one fell swoop. Well, that Western Conference matchup feels like a, a, an eons and eons and eons ago as it was set in stone. You, you've been talking props with Curry. Do you see any value bets tonight or tomorrow night in the NBA? Uh, in terms of props or in terms of sides? Just lay it on me on the sides. So I really like, I think it's at six and a half now, but I got it at six. I took the Milwaukee Bucks minus six against the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have been awful since Bam Adebayo went down and since Jimmy Butler has been in and out as well. So they have no Jimmy tonight. They have no Bam tonight. They continue to get blown out. They just got blown out by Memphis without John Morant uh, just last game. So I really like Milwaukee, especially given the fact that Giannis is going to be playing Drew's going to be playing. Chris Milton's going to be playing. And when that three-headed monster are all together, they really are just a force. And they're really coming back into their championship-level form in a way that, you know, people were kind of sleeping on them early in the season. But really, it was all due to injuries. This is the same Bucks team that we saw, you know, win the championship. It's just guys with dings and dings and bruises. Even without Brooke Lopez, this is really still an Eastern Conference monster. So I like that. Uh, and then in terms of, I would really wait and see what's going on with this Dallas Mavericks game. Luka is questionable. Wait all the way up until game time. I think that's another tip that I could give. It's like, do not take any of these early, especially since the way the NBA is giving out injury reports and when guys can get late scratches. You can really get uh, screwed over with a late scratch, and that's happened to me in the line move like seven, eight points sometimes. So if, uh, if Luka doesn't play, I like Memphis at home. And then, of course, Golden State Warriors minus 14, 14 and a half. I don't really care. Like, Portland sucks. We are terrible. We are not <laughs> going to be good. We are – I think we're punting on the season. Obviously, we're in shambles. We have no GM. Uh, our star player is embroiled in controversy yet again. So, I really do like that as well. Um, and then tomorrow, there's, there's really nothing that will come out until tomorrow morning. Well, Trissa, while you and Paul seem to have a lot more commonalities, I think I'm really starting to question whether or not you and I share a neural pathway or two because you mentioned the Grizzlies and John Morant. You mentioned the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. I have a question about specifically those two franchises and a little more long-term view uh, instead of the betting because those are two young superstars that have such bright futures and teams that are flirting with relevance. What does positive momentum look like for both of those franchises? Like you said, Jaws out for a little bit. They're, they have different uh, just roads to what they're they're looking to do which is to take that step what do those look like for both of those teams yeah to me I think Memphis is is further along like you can see that without John Morant Memphis is still a good team like they have guys like Desmond Bain who are stepping up they have guys uh like Xavier Tillman stepping up and even with Steven Adams coming into the team and Jonas Valanciunas leaving they still really haven't missed a beat. And then, of course, quack, quack, go Ducks, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is clamped. He, he is very meaningful for this team defensively. So I think Memphis is on the rise. I think they're maybe a piece, a piece away, uh, a key piece, obviously, but a piece away from being really relevant. Uh, and Dallas, I don't really know where they're going. I'm not sure what it is, the direction that Dallas is trying to go. Reggie Bullock as the main pickup in free agency was puzzling. Like, he's a nice piece, but he does not move me whatsoever. I know they're going to try to go after Goran Dragic because he and Luka get along really well and they have this special bond, yada, yada, yada. But Goran Dragic is old. And, you know, Tim Hardaway's a nice piece. But, like, 
none of these guys are really franchise-altering players, and I've never been a huge believer in Chris Porzingis. He's a very up-and-down player. So they need to go out and make a trade. In fact, like, go out and try to find someone who maybe is disgruntled, maybe – you can get for a little less than normal. Like Philadelphia, Trista? I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate Luca having another guard beside him or, you know, a big that's actually possibly able to be gotten. Like, say, um, say somebody in Indiana, like Demonis Sabonis or Miles Turner uh, or even uh, TJ Warren. Indiana is looking to make a trade, and I think Dallas does need to make a move in order to find someone to fit with Luka. But, like, Dallas's problem also is Luka. Luka cannot stay healthy, and Luka is, dare I say, consistently fat. Like, he just doesn't – did you see the new news that came out? Like, he's 30 pounds overweight right now? Yeah, 260 into camp. That's nuts to be running up and down the floor like that. And some people, that's just the, their weight carries. We've talked about Zion Williamson before, but it's it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, well, if you're suffering a lot of injuries that are soft tissue and you're coming into camp a little bit more overweight, yeah. maybe we're, we're spending our NOS cannons in the wrong areas of the race here. Yeah, that happened with James Harden as well. James Harden, one of the most durable players in the NBA for his entire career. COVID comes. He gains more weight than usual, doesn't have the ability to play and, and run scrimmages and be full contact because of COVID. And what happens? Like, he's now still dealing with that hamstring tear, you know, a year later. So, I mean, weight does impact soft tissue injuries. I just hate to say it. I'm not a fat shamer. I'm just saying if you want to stay healthy, you should probably stay away from the voodoo donut. <laughs> Truth. Sacrifice is hard. Host of Bet MGM tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider and host of the NBA podcast Heat Check, Trista Crick is with us. Trista, you've you touched on Indiana too, which a lot of rumors have been floating around about a sort of like a rebuild there. We talk about a duck being there too with uh, Chris Duarte, but we've talked about Portland a little bit too. These two teams, Indiana, Portland, and I would throw Toronto in there as well. Are these teams in need of kind of a little bit more of a restructuring, rebuild, move some parts around? Yeah, I mean, Portland specifically, I think, needs to just completely think about who should go and who should stay. You know, for me, outside of the C.J. McCollum injury news or health issue news, he should be gone. He should not be there. And I, unless Dame absolutely wants him to stay and is content to not win with C.J., that's up to him. And But as a GM, I would move C.J. I would have moved C.J. for Drew Holiday in the summer of 2020 when New Orleans offered – CJ offered me Drew Holiday for CJ and three picks. Like that is an absolute no-brainer done deal. Now, as it relates to Nurkic, Nurkic is going to try to get paid. We know that because he hired Rich Paul. We know that because he's in a center class. This free agency, it's just him and DeAndre Ayton. So he's going to try to get more money than he's worth. So if that's the case and you're not going to extend Nurk, which I don't think that they should because I don't think Nurk is necessarily the right piece to go in here because of injury issues, because of availability issues, because he's like flat-out kind of soft, especially down low, especially in the playoffs, okay, then now is the time that you can move him. And I think there's a lot of teams that could use a center and would want that if you could get him and, and make a trade there. And then in terms of Robert Covington, like he's been trash. Like he could help someone, but he's not helping us. Anthony Simons has probably got to go as well. So there's a lot of moves that Portland needs to make. We really need to move Norm Powell to the two and find a wing 
that can defend. And Norm Powell's okay at two. He's a terrible defender as a three. So we need to make moves that make this roster make sense because Dame, even fully healthy, is never going to be a plus defender. Never. He's not Steph Curry where Steph Curry put the effort in to become a plus defender. I just don't see that ever happening. Uh, And Portland is not going to be good until you surround Dame with the right pieces. At the very least, you have to start stepping up for the necessary at-bats and, and seeing if something sticks. And so if you're going to take notes on, on a team that definitely had one of those off-seasons that you could take moving forward, I would probably put the Chicago Bulls towards the very top of that list, just who they were willing to go out and get. And obviously the results in the early returns have been great. But how would you sum up their essence? Like what makes them go? What makes them good? And how much faith do you have in their staying power this season? Yeah, the thing that makes the Chicago Bulls interesting is because a lot of us in the media, me included, was very skeptical about how DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine were going to fit. It was like, okay, Zach Levine is a high-usage player. Uh, how is that going to work with DeMar DeRozan, who's also a high-usage player? A lot of them play the same position. Are you going to play DeMar at the four? And then what are you going to do with Patrick Williams? Like, how is that going to work? You know, who's going to actually be in the backcourt? So I think the thing that's really been impressive is, one, DeMar is now being the guy, the go-to guy in fourth quarter. And then Zach Levine's been great, too. Like, DeMar is the number one scorer in fourth quarters in the NBA right now. And both of them are finding ways to be unselfish with the basketball and get each other touches. I think Lonzo, obviously, is imperative in terms of his assist quality, in terms of his defensive intensity. And then, of course, Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso is the heart and soul of this team. Like, without Alex Caruso, I don't know if this team plays nearly as well defensively and as much heart. Like, Alex Caruso, I think, had four points in one game, and had the best plus-minus on the court for either team. So he is what I think is like the main X factor, especially for how much they they had to pay him, which was almost nothing. Chicago is a great team. Like, they are really have surprised me. The one thing that I will say is that they are an injury injury away from having a big setback. Um, You're seeing, you know, say, say they lose DeMar for some reason, or say they lose Lonzo for some reason. Like, they just don't have enough depth in order for them to sustain something. They're kind of like Miami in that way, what you're seeing with Miami losing Jimmy Butler and Bam, which, you know, those are two key pieces of the roster. But, like, they can't sustain injuries, and I don't think Chicago can either. But if they're fully healthy, I can see them easily sneaking in and being what Atlanta was last year. The deepest dives into the NBA with BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Craig. Trista, thanks for hanging out with us. May all your bets be wins uh, tonight, tomorrow, and uh, the rest of the weekend. Thank you. See you guys next week. Hey. Host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast. For more of her analysis, just search out BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. Also, be sure to check out Trista's NBA podcast, Heat Check, available wherever you find your podcasts. The Playmakers rolls on on this update. Paul Leihander and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. You're probably wondering why we're playing this. I mean, it is a banger. <laughs> it's a it's a meme now for the big plays at the buzzer beater, yep. the never seen before type of plays. Yep. But why are we playing it right now? 
It's the 24th anniversary of its release. Is it really? Today, yes. My goodness. Shows you how old that movie Titanic is. 1999. Well. Yeah. Many moons. Many moons ago. Double VHS set. Man, that had probably the most use out of any movie of my childhood. Titanic. Yep. Room on the door. Technically, room. we've proven that <laughs> that there was indeed room, yeah. but uh, for creative reasons, there was not. Yeah, there was not. Uh, this just coming into us, we're going to talk NHL here. This also is NHL related. Uh, the Athletic reporting here in the last 10 minutes that the Glendale, Arizona is threatening to lock the Arizona Coyotes out of the arena there. Oh, yeah, you saw that, huh? Due to delinquent tax bills. This would happen in 12 days. Yeah, and their next game would be on the 23rd against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And so uh, if this is indeed enforced, they they being the, the city of Scottsdale would have grounds to basically say, you can't come in here after that date. Right. So I'm sure, you know, last week's rumor mill of them moving to Houston and all that other stuff didn't poke the bear on this at all. Right. You know, such a great relationship and – just organization. I there. think it's time for them to roll at this point if this is actually happening. If they're going to Houston, go. Yeah. Just go. Yep. Sometimes you just have to call it as you see it. Yeah. I don't know, but the and tomorrow for the first time in two years, all of the uh the board of governors in the NHL are meeting in Florida for their like mid season, so it's basically all the owners and they those would be the people that have would have to approve that. Right. Well they'll well, that would be on the, the, the docket for business. Right. But Something I'm sure will be discussed. Yotes just stick their hand out. Just go, hey, I could use 30 grand from each of you, please. Thank 30 you. 30 grand. <laughs> like, we don't have that much cap space. What are you doing? <laughs> we sent that to you in the Datsuk deal. What are you doing? TSN's first trade bait list is out, and it has 10 names on it. Mm. A lot of names that you'd be very familiar with. Uh, that includes Evander Kane of San Jose. And Phil Kessel of the aforementioned Arizona Coyotes. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Fiala of Minnesota, Lindsay. Yep, yep. He is on a one-year prove-it deal, and uh, he is he's having a heck of a year. I mean, that team in general, I'm... You want to talk about somebody to be scared of? Be scared of the Minnesota Wild. They are a very good hockey team. They're here Sunday. And they have a guy at the helm in Bill Guerin that knows how to push the right buttons because he was a player himself at many different levels. He was a guy that signed the big free agent deal and then fell flat on his face. Then he was traded for nothing, for a bag of peanuts and all that other. So you can just relate to players on a, on a different level. And Kevin Fiala is one of those players that ha- that wears his emotions on his sleeve, plays with so much fire, so much aggression, that sometimes it could be a detriment to him. Um, but if you have the right support and the right people pressing the right buttons, you can get a guy who's willing to sign a one-year prove-it deal because if you don't, then we can't sign off, then we can't do this. And guess what? Then just think about what your motivation level is going to be for this season, Fiala. There's already had his, uh, been a few conversations where his name has been included in that. Minnesota doesn't want to move on from him. But if Garen thinks it'll make him a better player, sure. he'll absolutely move him because he's play- he's – as far as I know, what I've heard, he's uh, players first as much as he could be as a front office guy. The position the guy moved around a lot in free agency, obviously, is goaltender. That's been the last two off seasons. Yep. Anton Q. Doman of Dallas is the only goaltender on this list, but apparently Dallas has them to spare. Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of surprised there's not another one up here either, but it all this is kind of based off of like value and stuff. Like Fleury's name should be technically here, but he's making $7 million this year. So that I think would remove him sure. uh, in place of Kudobin, who's making 3.3, but Kudobin's not nearly having the season that Fleury has, and Fleury had a really rough start. 
Um, but but that for sure adds a, a, a different layer. And like you mentioned, there, there's been so much movement in goalies. There's always going to be a swing back or a regression back to the mean where you have enough of the starting guys tied up in longer-term deals or a couple of years into the deals where that uncertainty has been taken care of for a lot of the a lot of the clubs that wasn't two years ago. So there's just less of a market. Yeah, it's a small list, but again, it's it's about you know being able to make some waves and you know clearly you know Phil Castle Fiala you know proving to proven point point getters for sure. Tomas Hurdle of San Jose is on this list too. Yeah, and they oh man, they're gonna have to really make a tough decision because he is entering free agency and he's a cent the only center on this yep. list as well. And he's gonna make a pretty penny because he's at the top of this list for free agents and so. San Jose, do you want to get something back for him or not? Because they're operating in a different air than they had anticipated. You Do you want him down the stretch? Because right now you're technically in playoff position. He's a pretty big score on your team. And honestly, you could put a letter on his jersey. That's that's kind of the, the decision they're probably trying to make is, do we want to sell on him or is this something where now we can circle back, maybe re-sign him? If we can get out from the Evander Kane deal, let alone not have to – eat all of his, that money I think they said they're willing to take on half, then maybe they can explore that idea because if there's anybody that's learned uh, the lesson of what happens to your team once you let those locker room leaders leave without anything, like what happened to that team after Pavelski left? Peter DeBoer was fired within two months. That's what happened. And so uh, we'll have to see what, what San Jose kind of shows itself to be because that will will have definite credence on whether or not they'll be able to deal him. But man, Tell you what, based off of what I saw from Calgary the other night, they need defensive help real bad. They need experienced defensive help. They need stay-at-home defensive experienced defenseman help. Nick Letty's a great person to check every single one of those boxes. He was straight in the offseason uh, from the Islanders to the Detroit Red Wings, basically because they didn't want to lose him for nothing in the expansion draft, or they wanted to ma- right. make sure they finagled it. And you know, the Islanders like us, the Golden Knights, deep runs in the in the into the cup. Uh, in the last few years. So they were having to make a tougher decision because they were going to lose a really good player regardless. We didn't have to get participate in the draft, which is hilarious. Right. But Nick is on an expiring deal. He He's won two cups. He moves the puck really well. He can uh, quarterback a power play. He won't be like a cannon type of shot guy, but he's a really good uh, just distributor and plays a really smart game. Um, and my, my, my dad has connections to his family too. It has no, no bearings, but I... I'm such a fan of his, and I think that his name, while it's not at the top of this list and not a lot of people are talking about it, just because of he's 30 years old, he has that cup experience of one year left, he, he's, he fits a lot of puzzles. Right, especially if you need that stay-at-home defender. Yeah. Clearly. All right, Lindsay's off to hockey as the Golden Knights are back at the Fortress tonight. Dallas Stars, full breakdown coming up tomorrow. Up next, BetMGM tonight, Trista, Quinton, and Ryan to take you into the evening. For Mark, she's Lindsay, I'm Paul. That's a wrap on the Playmakers for a Wednesday. And other things. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 